Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of We Should Have Recorded That with Phil and Adam. Hey Adam, how are you doing? I'm good, Phil. How are you? I'm doing good too. I'm doing well. Good. Thanks for taking the last week's episode solo without me. No problem, but we I should mean, have recorded that with Phil. Yeah, <laughs> I we missed you because, like I said, it like I said in that episode, um, you know, we we're all educators, and so I would have loved to have had have had you on. But yeah, mm. we did it. So nice to have you back. Nice to have you Thank back. you. So. Uh, listeners, I, I hope that you are enjoying what you're hearing. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode with my sister when we made history with our first uh, familial guest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so if you are, please reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. Um, and with that being said, speaking of reaching, uh, hearing from um, our listeners, we have uh, a voice message that I promised you we would listen to today. So Ooh, This is exciting. Hey, Phil and Adam. This is in response to the episode about who you're talking to, who your audience is. I think that we need to add narcissistic to the categories because I really get a kick out of hearing my name on your podcast, and I'm thinking maybe that's why I listen. But no. I know that I listen because I love your conversations and I always get something out of them. So keep up the good work, guys. Thank you, Michelle. Yes, thank you, Michelle. We really appreciate that. Now, and our other fans out there, don't yes. you want to hear your name on the podcast? Come on, guys. <laughs> you know, we get, we're, we're in that we're, we're appealing to the narcissist in you. Yeah. <laughs> But yes, I, I and I we look forward to having Michelle and uh, maybe some others others on in the future because like like we talked about in our audience episode, um, or who's listening, like she referenced. My I I really enjoy the different conversations, you know, um, and learning from others. So I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. Uh huh. So this week, Adam, what are we going to talk about? Well, at your suggestion, Phil, okay, we are going to talk about the post-concert debriefing process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and so like I, I I thought about this because you know you just had your first concert of the year. Yes, first concert right. of the semester and. Of the- uh-huh. Um, well, yeah, of the, of the academic year. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> oh. We're at the next. end of the day. We're yes. at the end of the day. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, um, the post-concert debriefing process, which I just did yesterday with uh-huh. my choir, um, and so, yeah. Want me to describe it? Yeah, you can describe it, and then we can kind of okay. comment on I'll, it. Yeah. I'll describe it. And then you, Phil, as a former member of my choir, I, I'd like to hear, you know, how you know, the role this process had in, you know, 
how you felt about performances. So I have a ritual uh, that is not my own. I cannot take credit for it. This was a tradition that uh, Kevin Fenton, my mentor at Florida State University, one of my mentors at Florida State University did with his choirs after every public performance, we would do a ritual called low highs. And the premise of low highs, which I just explained uh, to my choir yesterday, uh, because some of the new members don't know what low highs are. Uh, The premise is that you uh, may share with the group your concert experience high, you know, the best thing about the performance for you, or you may share with the group your concert experience low, the worst thing about the concert for you, as long as you follow it up by sharing your concert experience high. And that is low highs. And um, we try to limit the number of times that each person goes I, I'm in my old age. I'm getting more strict about enforcing only once. Are you allowed to give your low high? So it had better be your actual concert experience low and your actual concert experience high. Because if you think of something lower or something higher, after the fact, you're just not going to be able to say it out loud. You're going to have to just tell your friends after rehearsal. Um, <laughs> so students, you know, raise their hand, go around the room and Mm -hmm. share with one another what their experiences were. And uh, I I think the fun thing about that experience is that there are things that people don't know about Mm -hmm. the performance, how other, how their, you know, choir mates were experiencing the performance. For example, like, my shoe came untied and I nearly tripped off the riser. Well, you know what? Only that one person and <laughs> maybe the guy behind them knows mm. that that actually happened. Uh, so that's a fun thing for, for people to know. Oh, okay, that concert experience low. Um, and then for concert experience highs, uh, I think the ones that we don't share as a corporate experience are the my grandmother came up to me after the concert in tears because she was so moved by and so it is fun for for everyone to hear those reactions so phil what role did this experience this routine this ritual play in your own concert experiences yeah so i don't want to skip over the fact that you just said you're limiting the low, the high low, the low highs. You know, you you're becoming like grumpy, uh, grumpy Doctor Potter over here. So, <laughs> what's going on? Well, we just have more music to get to, and I feel, uh, I feel like I am. Yes, maybe I am grumpy Doctor Potter, but also I'm, I am. It's for the good of the students. Because okay. uh-huh. you're too lazy in your thinking. If you oh. if you talk first and you're like, my gosh, it's high, I don't know, there was that note I liked. 
And then someone else says something, and then you think of a better hat. Well, too bad. You need to think of your hat. This is this is just um this is just like being in the professional world, right, Phil? You uh-huh. can't give your best on your second try. You need to give your yeah. best from the get go. I I man, you you I, you're pretty quick on your feet. You pretty quick on your feet. <laughs> you don't think I've thought of this before, Philip? You're pretty quick on your feet. Cause the first thing I was gonna say about the um, high low high experience is that it is kind of a break from the pace of you know coming in, um, uh. Coming in, you know, warming up and getting right into music. And we spend the whole, you know, 90 minutes working on music, you know, uh, uh, whatever it is, you know. And so, (laughs) uh uh-huh. It's so like, for me, that, that was, that is one of the first things. And not, not that I don't enjoy it. I really enjoy that. You know, I was, um, I I, I shared with you that I've joined um, a community corral um, here in South Florida. Mm -hmm. And. And that time just flies by, you know. We it, the rehearsal is from seven thirty to ten, and that, you know, three and a half hours just fly, fly by, um, or is it three? Or maybe maybe it's two and a half hours. That that time flies by when you're working on music, and so I, I really enjoyed the that process. But it is a break, you know. And but and then mm-hmm. the other th- the other thing that I think I really enjoy, like you said is the different points of view um you know because like like yeah i'm only really i'm it i'm hearing it from you know from my bass section or you know wherever in the back or whatever and and i'm seeing it only from my place but you know during that time you can kind of like i'm i'm i just think about myself on the stage and i can kind of Imagine, oh, I did see that out of the corner of my eye where, you know, this person or someone else, that that was the moment for them. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that. And so, yeah, though, that's kind of one of the, the, the those two things for me. Yes. Things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I does. It does make for a good break. Um, uh-huh. Yesterday, I did something I've never done before. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, no, that's not true. I have done this before when we were about to begin learning a major work. Uh, we would sit and listen. Uh, once before, we w- we sat and listened to the entire major work. But mm-hmm. yesterday, I ran uh, after low highs, and then a student led devotional. I um, I played the entire program of pieces that we're about to do. For the mm-hmm. and um, that's something I'd never done before. So we actually did no singing in rehearsal yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, but something that I something that uh, a piece of student feedback I got last year was that uh, students didn't understand the pardon me understand the theme of the mm. concert because I didn't actually stop and lead them through from beginning to end and so Mm -hmm. i felt like to put our learning in context and to motivate us in our learning i would share the entire program um i always make a youtube playlist of the program but i 
have no idea if students actually go and <laughs> listen to it. So now I've forced them to listen to it. Right. Um, and it did seem to generate a good deal of excitement. Well, great. Uh, yeah. So that I added that to the low highs day. Uh, uh -huh. This time for the first time. And uh, yeah, I will. We'll see if 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 the motivation to learn new music stays with us. Maybe I'll make that a regular part of our low mm -hmm. highs day. Uh, or if it doesn't, then I will conclude that it was a wasted effort and never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to pray. I'm going to uh, pray and hope with you that it wasn't a wasted effort and that. Um, that it, it will be a it will be a marker a mile marker. Do you remember how they sung that major chord? Do you remember how it? Do you remember how that felt? I want you to recreate that. You know that it could be maybe a mile marker for them as you as you go into the um, uh, start the learning process. So yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I am. This is tangential. This is. Actually, uh -huh. I don't even know if this qualifies as a tangent. It's pretty much unrelated. But I will say, the uh, program that I shared with the corral is something I'm really excited about. So uh -huh. I hope that it is. Um, oh gosh, I don't want to distract us. But can I? Gosh. Yeah. Did go I, ahead. No? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, so it is inspired by Hebrews six nineteen. Mm -hmm. um, so I I'll just actually I'll put it in context, and I will just say this um, in Hebrews six eighteen. The author of the Epistle of the Hebrews says that uh, those of us who place our faith in Christ have fled for refuge, mm. and that uh, and that he hopes we might have strong encouragement to hold fast to the hope set before us. And then mm -hmm. in the next verse, he writes, "We have this as a sure and steadfast anchor of the soul, a hope." that enters into the inner place. And so based on those words, I've uh, constructed a, a get us, getting us through the pandemic, getting us through the strife of the world kind of theme called Hope, Steadfast Anchor of the Soul. And um, those words, soul and anchor, are the cornerstones of the of the, the entire program. Um, and another thing I like, I'm, I'm going to be done after this. It's okay. Another it's thing right. I like about this program is that it is seamless from beginning to end. Mm -hmm. We will not we will not take a pause. But not only that, not only will we not take a pause, but we won't take a pitch at any point from the beginning of the program to the end of the program because um, every key that we start in is directly related to the key of the piece that we just ended. Wow, okay. 
Wow, that's. I mean, you really. Yeah, I'm. <clears throat> I you kind of. I'm mean, kind of. Uh, if and I know because you shared this with me that you were performing this in December. I really maybe I'll see if I can't find my way to Rochester to hear you all because I would really like to. Oh, um, who doesn't want to come to, to Rochester experience. in December? Right, of course. Like I, I'm, everybody's gonna be leaving, and I'm coming. So, <laughs> yes, but yeah, but, no, I'm very excited. I don't have I shared with our audience that the crowd is singing at this conference. No, I don't think you have. Oh, okay, well, I'll just yeah. So this program that we're we're getting started on is for the New York State School Music Association's Winter Conference. So, you know, there are thousands of music educators from across the state and really across the country who will be at this conference and I'm very excited for the chorale to have been chosen to sing at this conference um, that I, I had to submit application materials back in the spring and mm -hmm. I'm very very excited to share this group and our music and our just our identity who we are with the music educators of New York. Yeah, that that's that sounds very exciting. When as you were kind of sharing the theme, what it what what I thought about, um, and I'm gonna I want to share two experiences really quick. Uh, that the low high time is a chance to kind of reflect on the theme. So like as you're hearing, maybe mm -hmm. people express there you know like that you know um entreat me not to leave you this part or the you know the song this part from that song how i just really was reflecting on those two parts while we were singing like you is a chance to yes. maybe understand the theme if you didn't before like if you didn't catch it you know before like hearing someone else talk about it is a chance to catch it and i i think and I'm getting kind of chills thinking about this. Um, not only because it's cold in my house, but I I I remember we, <laughs> I had to say that joke. I had to say that. <laughs> but anyway, I'm, I'm I'm done being distracted. But I remember when we um I don't I think it was our last concert in France, um, and when. Yeah, I think it was the last concert. The last, and that night, I don't know how long we our low highs went that night. I mean, it was, um, and I think some people really understood. Like I, th I think I've shared this before. Like just how powerful, you know, singing could be. You know, because it was a mm. there was a you know like the fact of is this missional is his ministry and like just how yes. impactful that could be and not only for our audience but for the chorale but for the members yes. and um you know and like it was so it was so amazing to kind of experience that and i, I forget i'm gonna say the name wrong because i think we were and we were like in bayou how you say it bayou was that bayou. i think that was yep. the but mm -hmm. we did a we that did was a our we, final evening concert. Right, right. And 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 the yeah. fact and then that we did a church service the next morning. Right. And then, I mean and the thing about the the concert and by you is that it you know it was it was like the it's the Notre Dame of the the Netherlands, right? I think or something like that. 
And so people are coming. We I think in, I, we were still in France, though. Not Netherlands. Where we? Where not? What is the? What is it? It Normandy. starts with Normandy. Normandy. That's what I'm trying to say. Normandy. Thank you. Sorry. You know, you could tell that that was my first time leaving the country. I mean, so uh, in Normandy, um, and so people were coming in, coming out. But I would have to. I really could say. More people were coming in than than were leaving out, and mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. at one point there was there the crowd, a kind of a crowd gathered at the at the back of the cathedral because um, they were just you know they you know yeah. and so again so like we were able to reflect on it and people were kind of sharing their moments and what they were seeing in that time of the Loha experience. So it was yeah. Yes. yes, it was very special. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, I will. That oh, this is not related to our topic, but that tour, mm -hmm. the Bayou, the Bayou concert, and the concert in Rennes mm -hmm. will forever be etched in my memory. That tour was not a lot of fun to leave. <laughs> right, uh -huh. but. There were some spectacular musical moments that made up for the stress. Mm. Right. The... Oh, the... <laughs> you, know, you don't. You don't have to relive it. Go... Yes. I jokes that I was going to go back the next summer. You remember mm -hmm. that, Phil? Right. Mm -hmm. I was going to go back mm -hmm. the next summer and and re revisit all of those places, but on my own. <laughs> So that I could just like pee on my own schedule, and uh, <laughs> yes, then or not yes. or not pee at all, <laughs> or just keep going because we didn't. Oh, everyone, I will not turn this episode into a tirade on the lack of public facilities in France. <laughs> but you know, but yeah, I think. Um, yeah, we've we've lived that. I think the next time you just have to you just, you want to be able to just you know pull your music out of your baton and just you know conduct like just not think. Of <laughs> yes, I think maybe next time that we can go over some of these, we'll just we'll just pay someone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pay a yeah. company. Yeah, I, mm -hmm. I don't need. I don't need that again. <laughs> That's the young man's job, and I don't have it in me anymore. <laughs> but no, but that that definitely was. I'm I'm really glad I had that experience, and um, I'm I'm you know I pray and uh, hope that the, your your current members will it, again have some of those experiences. Um. Do you have any other thoughts about high lows, low highs? Why I keep saying high lows, low highs? Um, I no, I think. Uh, I guess I'll just say one more thing about low highs. I think it is really beneficial for the sense of community in the ensemble. Yes. Mm -hmm. If you know, to give every student a chance to speak. Now, of course, in Corral, we. We do that anyway with, you know, students have the opportunity devotion. to give a devotion or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. But that's very formal, or at least that's more right. formal than right. just off-the-cuff sharing 
of thoughts for 30 seconds. Um, and so I do think it's really great to hear from those students who would not volunteer to speak in front of the group otherwise. Um, right. So I love that aspect. I love hearing from, I love hearing students' perspectives um, the music making experience. And, uh, you know, I hear a lot of, you know, my advisees, music education majors, you know, students who are particularly apt to share with me and stop by my office, you know, those, those people I hear from, but I don't hear from mm -hmm, every mm -hmm. member of the crowd. On low high days, I hear from almost all the members of the crowd, and I love that. Yeah, I, I, that was, I had that thought too, because that could be, you know, I mean, I was kind of like a chaplain, so I almost was like speaking almost every, um, almost every crowd um, rehearsal because mm -hmm. we were doing something at the beginning. But yeah, like yep. I mean, hearing from those students who did, who 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 probably wouldn't sign up to do a devotion because that is kind of scary, right? You you got to prepare some yeah. scripture or whatever yeah. or some thought, you know, to share. Yeah. And and sometimes there was a those were some of the most uh, interesting um, from those people. So yes, mm. yes. So yeah, oh. C building community, so building community, building yeah. community, so mm. important. Yeah. Well, Phil, I think that's everything I have to say about post concert debriefing process. Well, I, I think this was really good. I really enjoyed um, talking about it again. So let's uh, let's jump into our last two segments, shall we? Um, let's do it. Do you Current would you events. like to would you like to go first? Um, sure. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm digging gonna make, myself. I'm going to make it really short. At least I'm going to try to. Okay. Um, I, I am just demoralized. I don't know if that's too strong a word, but I think it's right. I think that's accurately gauges how I feel. I'm demoralized by the dysfunction in Washington, D.C. Mm. And the fact that we have, like, a government shutdown looming again. I, I just, oh. Want, I I just want. Uh, you know how judges can order, um, like if a union wants to go on strike. You know how judges can order mm -hmm. the company and the union representatives. Like can they down. have to sit down in a room together? They're mm -hmm. not allowed to come out until they have a right. deal. Yeah. I just want. I want to do that with Congress. I just want to be like Democrats. And Republicans, you have to talk to one another, and you don't get to leave this room until you've figured it out. So I, 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 I want. Oh, I just, I'm so fed up. There's just so dysfunctional. Yeah, we got. You know, we got. We have to. You know, we have to find a way to remove the incentive. To be so partisan, like because because right, there is so much of an incentive to be to be like hyper partisan right now. We got to find a way to remove that incentive. Vote these hyper partisan people out of office. 
Yes. <laughs> That's the easy answer. That's the easy answer. Well, you know. Anyway. Anyway, uh, that's my career. Though. What's yours? So I'm going to, I I got to start writing these down because I I had so many. I'm like, oh, that would have been good. But anyway, but mine is going to be really quick. So excuse me. Um, although Florida is one of those places where, um, you know, it's kind of a wild wild west of how are we dealing with COVID, you know, and and everything. But in the county where I work. Um, at least the numbers uh, keep going down in Dade County, the the biggest county, um, and so that's that's re- really glad to see and hear that, um, and so hopefully we the numbers keep going down and we you know we can kind of keep them down. Whether you're wearing a mask or getting vaccinated, you know just just do whatever we need to do to keep the numbers down. Yes. Yes. So. Oh, let's hope let's hope they continue to. Yeah. All right. Uh, So that brings us to our final segment. Yes. Phil, what did you learn today? I'm going to say two things because these are very both very uh, good things I learned today. I'm going to start with the. I'm going to go from the profound to the shallow. The previewing, previewing the future concert um, program. I thought that was. I thought that's that's a great idea, and hopefully, hopefully that can and can give some cohesion uh, um, as you are learning pieces. The the members can kind of understand how they fit together, and then, uh, Grumpy Doctor Potter, the shortening of the low highs to one per student. <laughs> gonna... Oh, okay, Grumpy Doctor Potter. <laughs> I will say I had. One student yesterday who wanted to speak uh-huh. again, uh-huh. and I said, "I'm sorry, you've already, you've already, you've already had your turn." He's like, "I'll make it really short." I said, "Okay, go." And then I held he up ten fingers down. and I counted down, and I really did limit him to ten seconds. Wow. Grumpy right. Doctor Potter. Grumpy Doctor. What did you learn today, Adam? Um. I was just reminded, uh, as you described, doing the post-concert debrief at the end of that France tour, I was reminded of, yeah, the, the power that that this process can have. Sometimes, you know, the lows are really funny, right? Like, oh, my concert is right, yeah. low. Like, you know, like, I parted yeah. in the middle of the concert, whatever. <laughs> you know, it, it can be really very humorous. Yes. Uh, but uh, the highs can be pretty profound. And mm-hmm. they can give you a sense of purpose. They can give you a, a sense of community, camaraderie. Mm-hmm. I, I just, yeah... So thank you for reminding me of that, Phil, of of that very special low high experience and um, and how powerful it can be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's a great, great way, great, great note to end on tonight. I think. All right. Well then. All right. I would say, bye for now.
Adiós.